Welcome, my friends, to Scribe Your River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, the show this week is... A little yeah. lean, actually. It's a little Less, lean. It's a, yeah... It's a little uh, lean, you know. It's a diet-conscious show this week. It's not just us saying that because, you know, at the beginning of every show, we're like, oh, jam-packed show. We're not trying to, like, differentiate that meaningfully. But, uh, no, we've uh, look, we've still got still a smorgasbord, still a buffet. What is a smorgasbord? A sh- Do you say smorgasbord? I, I always say smorgasbord. A smorgasbord. It's a in smorgasbord. My, in my head, it's like a selection of meats and cheeses. It's a, it's, yeah, it is. It's like a, it's almost like a buffet. It's a like less, a char- it's, a, it's like a charcuterie. It's a... It's a it's a it's a cool and a casual buffet. Charcuterie versus smorgasbord. It's not a smorgasbord, Dennis. I don't know why you're saying smorgasbord. There's no sure? schmur. There's no schmur. It's just a smur. Pronounce no smorgasbord. Here no, go. there's no schmur, right? Anyway, it oh, is it's just it's, smorgasbord. Yeah, it comes from. It's a Scandinavian term. It comes of course from. Of it is. It's, of course it is. It's smorgasbord. Right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, you're going bloody smorgasbord like it's something out of I don't know the uh, Central Europe somewhere. Sure, sure, sure. No, welcome, okay. Welcome to, welcome to our northern and, and it's actually a smorgasbord board because the a with a little o above it makes an o yeah. sound. Yeah, that's, well, I, I googled a little pronunciation thing and it shows you the shape of the lips and everything. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smorgasbord. Anyway, we've got a smorgasbord full of nonsense for you to enjoy uh, this week. We've got Emma the asshole coming up. We've got uh, LGS horror stories, of course, the finest. Mm-hmm. We've got a power move that was chucked in and. Weirdly, some advice questions. Like apparently, we do those still. I don't apparently know. We've got we to revisit still, that uh, offline. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe we need to cut that segment. To be honest, because it really is. It really is underperforming. Anyway, a lot to get across, Dennis. But uh, before that, yeah, before that, Riley, this episode of the podcast, as with every episode of the podcast, is brought to you by ChannelFireball dot com. And currently, at Channel Fireball, they're trying to get. They're hungry for cards, Riley. We talked. They're hungry. They're so hungry for cards. Bonus bonanzas ticking along. Yeah, with a black lotus, all that stuff, but. As of today, and I hope it's up by the time this podcast goes up, because if not, you're going to have some editing work to do. <laughs> Otherwise, an exclusive sneak preview is to... Well, no, actually, if you just might be It'll just be edited out, so, which means yeah. th- th- this is only for you, if this matters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Hi, Future uh, You're able to donate your store credit to charity through Channel Horrible. Yeah. I think yeah. the charities are going to be the NAACP, the Trevor Project, and the World Health Organization COVID-19 Response Fund. Mm-hmm. I believe that's correct. Um, that might have changed slightly by the time that actually goes live, or I could be misremembering, but I believe those are the three. And basically, if you buy this your cards channel fireball, or mm-hmm. if you have store credit to CFP Pro, or if you're store credit from buying this in your cards before, yep, you can give some of it to charity when you or get your all store of credit, it. or all of it. That's true. But we, when you get your store credit, there'll be an item on the store that you can buy that is just donate ten dollars or whatever to things, yes. yep. and we'll make that donation in your name. Yeah, incredible, incredible, because like. Sometimes this so annoying. You know when you've got a voucher or something, you've got store credit somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And you go and you want to buy something that's like twenty five bucks, and you've got thirty dollars, yep. thirty dollar voucher. It's like oh, I've got five dollars left on this stupid gift card. Yeah, I don't want this five dollars anymore. Yep. I don't want this. And then it sits in your wallet, and then it expires, and then you forget about it. And like, well, that was a waste of money that the store just got to keep. No, and, not and so. And with Channel Five cause. And of course, if you buy less cards, Channel Five is going to give you the buy less bonus price, a thirty percent extra. Yeah, which you use, which you get when you buy, you give it, to, you give it to charity as well. So if you, let's say you've got $100 worth of cards, right? Uh-huh. And you sell them to channelfiber.com, right? Mm-hmm. You can get $100 cash and that's fine. And no one's telling you, you know, that's that's fine. That's that's your money to do with what you will, Correct. right? But if you choose instead to sell that $100 worth of cards for $130 worth of store credit, that is 30% extra. That's 30 extra dollars that you can then give to one of these very deserving charities. Mm-hmm. So you are turning your cards into more money for charity. Cards inc- for good, man. It's incredible. 
It's incredible. You're turning shiny bits of cardboard, colourful pieces of cardboard, right? I believe Jeffrey actually wanted to call it credit for a cause, which I think is cool. Credit for a cause? That works pretty well. That works pretty well. Cards cards for charts for charity. Charts for charity. Cards for charity. That doesn't work. That sounds like you're getting carrots. Or cavities. You, <laughs> or cavities. Cards for cavities. If you want a range of dental work done to your grill, you can <laughs> you can buy what? Like sugar encrusted carrots and eat them or you can give your money to one of these. What were the causes again? The NAACP, the, the COVID NAACP, Relief Fund. The COVID yeah. Relief Fund and the Trevor mm. Project. All right. Fantastic. All very worthy causes, my friend. So if you've been wanting to get rid of a bunch of cardboard, if you want to give a proportion of the store credit that you're going to get with Channel Fireball at a 30% bonus, don't forget about that as well. Um, that's that's the way to do it. My goodness. what a, what a That's a, a very powerful initiative, Dennis. Yay, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Writes in rally. Well, hang on. First... Are you gonna introduce... Yeah, you got to introduce the segment, mate. I was doing it. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean. To... I thought you were. I, t... I didn't realize you know what, you were on top you're of it. The ma- you're the magic asshole. Now. Yeah, apparently so. so. Yeah, I'm the Yay, podcasting 27, asshole. Yay, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Writes in with our first. Am I the asshole of the week, Riley? Okay, all right. Am okay. I the asshole? Before the first round of F and M, I see an experienced player walk up to a new player and ask him if he wants to concede. Um. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm Bold. confused already. Bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then throughout the round, I hear the same player annoying the new player. It's like when you have that T-shirt that says like rule whatever dash six, you can yeah. concede at any time. You're just like yeah, tapping. Yeah, uh, 104.3A, yes. When, uh, you, you invoke it often, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then throughout the round, I hear the same player annoying the new player. The same is repeated in round two. In the third round, he plays against me and he does the same thing. I warned him about the rules against this. Then he began nitpicking mistakes, such as forgetting to untap. After I tell the tournament organizer, we decided to conclude the round. It was a must-win for prizes. He then slow-played me for the rest of the game. Zero cards tonight, clearly salty. Am I wrong for reporting his DCI? <laughs> oh. Because I was wondering, like, what did you... When I was reading this question, like, what did you do? What did you do where the question is, am I, is, am I for the slashing asshole? his tires? Like, yeah. Oh, mate. Um, I, I mean, No. I don't yeah, think I don't so. think so. I mean, you know what they say, Riley? Yeah. Like the, the, the old adage, snitches get justice, right? That's snitches the- <laughs> get justice, yeah. Snitches snitches are doing the right thing constantly. Um, no, this is like, what? I don't know what planet this person lives on. This person is the asshole for sure. This per- this isn't this isn't am I the asshole? This is Dennis's favorite news segment. That guy's the asshole. That guy's the asshole. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's definitely the other person here reporting reporting someone. It's tough. No, it's not tough. It's easy. Yes, you should report people like this. It doesn't even sound like you're facing any social consequences from this. Like, no. it's not like, oh, you know, he's a mate of mine, but, or, oh, we go way back, or, or like, just, no, like, get these people out of here. Get these no, people. That's awful. At least get them warned, right? Like, maybe- I don't think anything actually comes to reporting a DCI for something minor like this, for what it's worth. But what about a volume? If there's a volume of them, surely, right? Yeah, I, I actually don't know how it works. I don't know how it works either. I think in this situation, I think even maybe reporting isn't isn't even the thing you should be doing. No, I like think social so, social social enforcement. Yeah, social social enforcement is obviously a, a very very powerful tool here. So talk to the LGS owner. You know, talk well, it to sounds the, like he did. Did he not say that. Um, yeah, talk uh, to the tournament organizer. The tournament. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Speak to the person who owns the LGS and say, hey, listen, this guy makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, 2727, I'm not sure what the best course of action is to get the results you are looking for, no. but you're definitely not the asshole. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And if you're looking for petty revenge, whew, I mean, that's that's the new segment we should do. <laughs> petty revenge. <laughs> How to get petty revenge on people who annoy you at an LGS. Oh, dear. How, you know, no, we, actually, here? we've already done that. Have we? Yeah. Power moves. I guess that is just what power just moves. Just power moves like, the entire time. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen the power move, Riley, of where you can send ladybirds to someone? Ladybirds? Yeah, or like ladybugs if you prefer. Yeah. The bugs, no. Yeah. So you can you can order ladybugs on Amazon? Buy. Yeah. Okay. Because they're really good for gardens? Yes, yes. So like this happened to Nikki one time at work. Her dad had ordered some ladybugs for his garden and they arrived and, it, and he was like, oh, can you get that package for me from the post room or whatever? Yeah. She went and got it and put it on her desk when she was working with her dad back in the day. Yeah. And there's a bunch of ladybugs on the desk. She didn't know yeah. it was. And she opened it. Ladybirds just everywhere. Just flat. So it's like, it's like the send your enemies glitter, except send your enemies yeah. ladybugs. You order a thousand ladybirds. They send yeah. you like 1,200 because they expect 200 of them to die in transit. Oh, that's pretty grim. Jeez, and it's just yeah. loose packed in an envelope with like, and like they just go everywhere. And apparently they smell awful. Yeah, I bet they would. They would. A bunch of them all together, mate. How often do they shower? Not probably. I don't probably know. Not I'm, very not, often. I, I, I'm not very often, but yeah. That you is- know, I mean, imagine a ladybug trying to use deodorant. They've got six legs, mate. That's They'd true. run out and so the, fast. The Elmer armpits is just crazy. They got so many armpits. Like, how, how are they going to keep themselves smelling good? So, I was thinking of a way you could get petty revenge in LGS. It's something that occurred to me, and I have to ask you. Go on. So, I'm asking. So, I've asked you to ask you, so I'm going to ask you now. You ready? Okay. Did you ever get bagged in school? Bagged? Yeah. Did you ever get bagged? I bet you did, and I bet you said a different name for it. Yeah, probably. Because bagging, if you're bagging someone, it's just teasing them. Like, if oh, I bag bagging, you, like, I'm. Yeah. If I was bagging you in high school, like, nice glasses, idiot. Where do you get them? The toilet store? Like, that's bagging you. Well, you would call that slagging someone. Okay, sure, slagging. And we had bagging? tagging as well. What's but tagging? What's bagging? What's well, tagging? tagging. You want to do, I'll do tagging first. So, tagging was a tradition where the year 10, so my school started at year 9, and the year 10s, you know, on the back of a tie, it's there's a little bit where you. So, have you ever worn a tie? Are you not familiar? for school, but yes, I know are what a tie fam- is, Riley. Are you familiar with what a tie is? You just give me this blank I'm look. I'm Croatian. Right? We invented the tie. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. That's why I call Hrvatska, because the, the Croatian mercenaries invented the cravat. It, no, it's not. That's not true. Yep. You are talking yep. at your bum. Yep. Okay, i got to look this up now. All right. Uh, origin of, of cravat. the <laughs> necktie. Origin of the necktie. Croatian mercenaries serving in France during the Thirty yeah, Years' baby. War. Oh, no. Oh, no. They named the country after it. The Croatian name for Croatia is Hrvatska, which is derived from cravat, like a cravat. Oh, it's not the other way around. No. Land of oh, the might, neckties. It might, it, might, it might be the other way around, actually. But. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably the other way around. The necktie, it, spra- it, spreads its, uh, it spread from Europe, traced back to Croatian mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That... All right. That is incredible. How dare you ask me if I'm familiar with the necktie? That is incredible. Yeah, no, and the cravat comes from the Croatian word for Croats. Hrvat. Hrvat, yeah. All right. Well, Dennis, mea maxima culpa, my friend. T-I-A. T-I-A. Yeah. Anyway, so tagging. There's a tag in the back of a cravat. So the tag in the back of a Croatian. Yeah, all classic Croatian cravats. I've got the tag, right? And that's where you can, like, tuck the back of the tie in right behind it. Yeah, So if you rip that out... It destroys the tie. You just oh, yeah, you, you pull that out and it rips the stitching all the way back up the tie. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you would do on the first day stick your finger in and just yank it out. Is you would find year nines, you would put the thing the thing and you would you would you would like make as though you were gonna adjust their tie for them, right? And then you'd rip it out like that and it would destroy their tie. Um and that was we the, had the schools that have uniforms, my school didn't have uniforms, it had pocketing, which is very similar. Yes, rip someone's pocket rip off the the breast pocket off. But bagging yeah. Riley. <clears throat> well, yeah, while bagging, someone is yeah. in class and is unaware of what's going on. Yeah. Now focus on the work. You would steal their school bag, remove all of the contents, yeah. turn the school bag inside out, return yeah. the contents to the bags and back up and replace it. <laughs> Do you not have bags? It's very good. No, we, we didn't take our bags to class. Like our bags stayed in our lockers. Oh, no, no. We had bagging. Then you had pencil casing. If you could, you could, you could pencil case someone inside their bag. 
Oh, wow. You put an inside out pencil case inside an inside, inside out bag. Inside That's pretty I good. I did one time. I Oh, my God. I just realized something. Yeah. You know the way I make fun of you? This is just not a magic podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. You know it's the fine, way it's I make fine. fun of you when we were playing Smash and I would counter you playing Ike and I'd be like, gotcha. Yeah. That goes back. Michael O'Neill, if you're listening to this podcast, I apologize for the hell I put you through when you were in school. Because <laughs> okay? I would hide notes on Michael's person that said, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's very good. So, and so like, what, like I went to the caretaker and I was like, hey, I need a spare um, key for locker 212218. He's like, what's your name? I was like, Michael O'Neill. He's like, here you go. That was the checking process. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a hotel room. What room number? 243. Are you this person? Yes. Sure am. Yes, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Went up, uh, got a key, got to put his locker, opened his locker, stole all of his belongings. Yeah. <laughs> and left a note with a trail leading, with a riddle in it, leading yeah. to other notes. <laughs> to, like, find his belongings that I'd stashed in another person's oh, locker. Oh, Dennis, why must you vex people so? And it, it was in the lunch break before we had a chemistry test, so he needed yeah. his books. He needed all his stuff, yeah. And I was like, sorry, man, I can't help you. He was so mad. Another time, I stole his lunchbox during biology yep. from his bag. Yep. And I sat two rows behind him, took it back to my desk, opened it, uh, opened a sandwich, wrote a note that said, gotcha, and put it in his ham in sandwich. His, in his sandwich, and then, yeah. and then two hours later, Mick comes up to me and he's like, what? Did, how did you do this? <laughs> did you talk to my mom? What the hell? <laughs> Is she in on it? Is my mum in on this? Oh, that's so brilliant. So Jeez. I was the asshole for sure. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Like, I love that sort of stuff. In high school, did you have the, the teen buzz, the mosquito noise? Mm, we didn't have mosquitoes here. So, no, no, this is something different. So this oh, yes, is a, yes, yes, the thing they put up so, to stop you loitering. Kind of, yeah. So, it's yeah, I guess they use it for that these days. But it, basically, yeah. your hearing starts out much better than it is. Yes, uh, yes. And a broader range of frequencies. Yes, yeah, exactly. You've got a broader range of frequencies. So you can hear from about 20 hertz to about 20,000 hertz as a kid. And then that slowly comes down to 16, 14,000 hertz, 12,000 hertz. If you've been to rock concerts, if you've been around loud music all the time, yeah. it'll be even lower, right? So, kids below the age of like 16 can hear really, really high pitched noises. So when phones, like I started, when I was in high school, phones were not, oh, like not everyone this, had a phone, yeah. right? But if you had a phone, you'd put this thing called the, it was called, I don't know what it was called this, but it was called ATC underscore teen buzz, right? Yeah. I don't, and I, I, would, I, yeah. And you would play it through your phone speakers. The teachers couldn't hear it, but the other kids could. And obviously you're sitting there with your phone in your breast pocket, just, Go you know. Beep. Exactly. Yeah. Going so, and, 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 and like Tom Aberisk. He, like, I remember one time, in, in Miss Wilson, like, yelled at him, right? Because Tom Avery's man, he clutched at his ears, like a like in a horror film, going, make it stop! Like this. <laughs> oh, mate, poor old, oh, poor, poor old Aburisk. We got him so good with the team. You know how you know you're old, Riley? Go on. I bet you can't hear it anymore. No, 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 no. Can't hear it anymore. No, 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 no. I, don't, I mean, I, you, about the age of 18, 20, you, you lose it. But, yeah, you got no chance, mm. yeah. Man, we used to do that thing. Have you, did you play Desk Invaders? <laughs> no you didn't play desk invaders no. so desk invaders was whenever the teacher would turn around to write in the whiteboard you'd shuffle you'd get your desk and you'd just oh, amazing shuffle it a couple of inches forward and then a couple and, until and you couldn't it was like um it was like giant's treasure a game that you know you play when you're a primary school kid like you just yeah. move your desk forward, further and further forward until you were like at where the teacher was <laughs> and the person who got caught doing it they oh mate it was so good it's like uh, that reminds me of what time is it mr wolf you ever play that game yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Giant's Treasure. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? It was just that, right? Um, another classic was this one involves quite a, quite a number of people, about five, six people minimum, right? And you get everyone. You, we usually sit in a, in a row and all go, mm, all yeah. of us, right? About five or six of us, mm, like this. And diffuses the noise, so you can't. Tell and so, and, and that's right. So, Mr. Axe would turn around and go, Riley, stop it. 
And I go, what? I'm not doing anything. And it's still right? going, yeah. And they're still going because there are five other people. And they go, Carlo. And Carlo's like, what? It's not me. But now you're doing it again. All the rest of it is doing it. Yeah, exactly. It was brilliant. Mate. Did you play what? bollocks? I mean, you might have had a different word. What was bollocks? You just ha- have a contest between two of you to see who who can say the word bollocks loudest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The penis game, it was called. Yeah, we used to, oh, we used penis to go is too the, biological. Yeah. Oh, whereas bollocks isn't? Bollocks isn't biological. It's yeah, not we, a rude word. Here's the, I, here's the, que- here's the question. Juan... Our community manager, if you're listening to this, yeah. when Juan posts the clips of this podcast, yes, yeah, he posts the "Am I the asshole?" segment often, but he puts "Am I the close brackets jerk?" So yeah, he bo- he bolderizes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would he post the word bollocks? All right, let's see. Let's see if this clip is is, is being picked out by Juan, and the word bollocks isn't actually in the tweet itself. Then we know that we've gone then we too know, far. That's over it. the line. That's, that's the over test. the line. Yeah, it's passed the. It's it's failed the Juan test. <laughs> the Juan test. Uh, the Juan test, which which is I think the most reasonable way to tell if you are over the line or not. Yeah. Juan's pretty level headed. <laughs> anyway, no, it's, it's, it's seventeen minutes in. <laughs> let's move on to the second submission. Let's move on to the second submission here from Alec Lancaster, the, a super super fan of the show. By the way, I was playing Overwatch with Alec Lancaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you join them, um, if you join the the, the Discord bit.ly slash It's Riley's Discord, we actually hang out. We play uh, play games together, all that sort of stuff, chatting about all sorts of nonsense. But yeah, we played a couple of games of Overwatch. It's great fun. Played Mystery we, um, One time I played Overwatch a long Go time on. ago. Yeah, and I someone messaged me because you can mm. see the you know, your username or whatever. Yeah, in all chat and was like, "Are you Dennis from Windmill Slam?" And I was like, "No, oh my god, that's I've been great." In the wild, yeah, 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 yeah. That happened to me um, when I was playing TFT. I was like, "Is this actually Riley?" I'm like, "Yeah, it is." And he's like, "Well, I don't know if you're telling the truth, but hi." <laughs> <laughs> All right, what does Alex say, Ronnie? Anyway, Alec gets in touch and says, "In the before times, which I'm a huge fan of, I, I love that phrase. In the before times, mm-hmm. I'd recently moved, so I started going to a new LGS. This LGS." Had opened up a week or two before I moved. They advertised they were playing Pioneer for FNM. Brilliant. So Ooh. I sleeved up my Blue Red Phoenix deck and went. My rounds one and two opponents were both fairly young, and within a couple of turns in both games, I could tell they hadn't been playing Magic for too long. I proceeded to 4 the tournament. Oh, just the casual humble brags there from Alec Lancaster. <laughs> but felt a little dirty for playing a meta at that time deck when the store was about 50-50% uh, 50-50 kids who hadn't played much and people who were somewhat competitive. The next week I brought Blue-White Control, which only served to heighten my guilt because the younger kids truly hated playing against it. I was even told that I had brought a mean deck. Oh, well, I don't no. disagree. I'm a bit stuck. I love these two decks, and to be fair, there are a number of players at the store who also play meta decks. Am I the asshole for playing a meta deck in what seems like a more casual store at FNM? This is a tricky one, but now the the stinger here for me is there are other people also playing meta decks, which yeah. means which indicates to me I don't know how many people are there, but yeah. this sounds to me like you need two pods, man. I mean, it, it, it's the, the the question says when the store is about fifty fifty kids who hadn't played much and people who are somewhat competitive. It does sound like you do need a casual and, and competitive queue, but the fact of the matter is, Dennis, these kids are in the perfect position to benefit from the Dennis Straniak. The Dennis Stranjak <laughs> two-step program for magic excellence. <laughs> it's really... I, I actually expanded it. It's the Dennis Stranjak two-step program for excellence, period. Yes. Yeah. No I, can't think of, the, I can't think of a field where this isn't applicable. It's applicable. broadly it's it's broadly applicable to everything. Yes, exactly. And as we know... Step one. Step one is Git. And step and two... step two no, is got, available got, for a small fee at Stranjak two-step program.com. Yeah, you got to pay for that one. I'm not buying that, that URL. If somebody else wants it, it's all yours. <laughs> I... Don't think Alex in the wrong here, and I don't think it's a difficult a difficult so case to make. I'm like, also the the main thing for me is that when you try to when you contract the words Alec is into Alex, it sounds like yes. a third name, Alex. Alex, yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Alex is not the wrong. No, Alex is not the wrong, and nor is Alec here. I think if you're, if it's an open tournament that people can join for prizes, I, I agree. There, there is a there is a world where this could make you the asshole. But I don't. The way Alec has presented it, presuming like it's truthful, a, I don't think. Vacuum, I think he's on. No, I think he's on this I side. I think what FNMs. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe LGSs could take the route where they're like, okay, you know, what? they they have shake up events on arena, right? Where they ban like. Mm the 25 most played cards. Yeah. Right? Have you seen these? So they, they have these events basically where you can sign up and they've got like, they've banned all the, they just basically have taken like the top 25, 30 played cards in, in a given format, whether it's historical standard. They're just like, you can't play with these. So you have to play mm-hmm. a second tier deck basically. I don't think it'd be unreasonable for an for, for an LGS to be like, hey, we're going to try out this, right? <clears throat> so that not only gives a leg up to the to the kids who are coming and playing with non-tier decks but also gives you as an experienced player as a as a as you know someone who obviously is a bit more experienced playing magic the chance to brew and play something with all those rares that have been rotting away in your binder so i think i don't think this is an alec lancaster problem i do think it's a an issue that that lgs could perhaps um be more proactive in, in addressing but I don't know. It's about reading the room. Again, Dennis, what you said, if one person, if you're the only person in the room that's that's slamming and jamming with high power decks, then maybe maybe you should like reevaluate. That's not, but that's not sound that's what's happening here. That doesn't sound like what's happening here. So no, Alec, I, I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the clear, mate. I don't think you're the asshole. All right, Dennis, let's actually give some advice here. We've had two advice questions. I know, very, very puzzling, very perplexing. Crazy, yeah. It's almost well, as if we it's. We do call the... it an MTG advice podcast in the opening of the show. Uh, but, but we call it that, Dennis. We call it that, you know. Words are just words. What words are just. I mean, word, what, are, what, are, what, is, what are words, Dennis? What are words? What are words? What are words? What are frogs? What are frogs? <laughs> what is it to be? What is frogitude? What is it to frog. be one with the frog? Corral writes in right as advice question. Right before quarantine, I went to my LGS for a commander night. Missed an opportunity there. I could have opened this question with in the before times, but that's by yep, the by. But that's by the by. I'll, you know, I'll do you a favor. Corral writes in and says, in the before times, I went to my LGS for a commander night. I sat down with three other folks I didn't know to play a game. This is this is recipe for disaster. Yeah. Commander, yeah, is, yeah, the, a, commander is the it, highest delta of, de- of power level. Dancing, dancing with death, dancing yeah. with death, sitting, sitting down, dancing with disaster to sit down and play against a play commander against the three, three strangers. Yeah, yeah. We all ahead. shuffle the mulligan. Three of us keep, but the other guy mulligans his first hand away. Then mulligans his second hand away and says, "Ugh, one land. Guess I'll go to six. This is a strictly for fun game." So I strictly I just say, for fun, strictly Dennis. for fun. Fun Monica, will be had. Yeah. So I just say, "Don't worry about it," and just go to seven. He says thanks and mulligans and keeps the hand. We play the game, and he ends up winning with an infinite combo. Boo. After the game, he's telling us about his deck, and happens to mention that he only runs 31 lands in his EDH deck, which has a four-dot, which is a four-cost commander. This caused one of the other players to get super salty about the mulligan, and they said I shouldn't have let the guy free mulligan if he was going to abuse it like that. Yep. I didn't really know how to respond to that, so I just kind of kept silent and started shuffling up for another game. The angry dude refused to play again and left. I kind of felt bad for telling the guy to take a free mulligan, but I also don't really think it was worth getting that upset about. What is the right way to handle these kinds of situations? Corel, you wow. didn't do anything wrong. No, no, no. This isn't Emma the asshole. I don't think Corel's asking. I don't think Corel's. I don't think Corel's. I like to decree, though. <laughs> okay, I like that. Corel, I like you're that, not Dennis. You yeah, didn't need that, that confirmation, but you're getting it all the same, Corel. You're not the asshole here. Um, I think that if you're going to build. 
an EDH deck with 31 lands and rely on the kind of, because people will, I mean, I, I would be very surprised if this is the first time this happened to this guy. Mm-hmm. 31 lands, because people let you get away with it. People will. They'll mm. wait until you've got the three lander. They'll be like, ah, oh, it's fine, whatever. Just go to seven. It's fine. It's just for fun, right? And so you are taking advantage of people's good nature, right? It's, it, I, I hate this. I hate this when this when this sort of thing happens. When people skimp on land, knowing that you know they're gonna that most of the time people are gonna be forgiving and just and just because they want to play a good game of Magic. No, this breaks the social contract for me. Do you know what this is, Dennis? This mm. is offering someone a chip, and they take out a handful. Oh, I've just realized we've advocated doing that on this show. I've just realized that in previous episodes, we have advocated taking as many chips as possible when someone does that and how to get away with it. Yeah, they're taking the piss. Yeah, we've, we've, we had a segment of the show where we talked about tactics and how to do yeah, this. Yeah, high-level ch- chip-grabbing gra- techniques, yeah. That's the title of the episode, I believe. It's the title of the episode. So I've embarrassed myself. I've embarrassed myself. <laughs> All right, I'll say this. It's fine to do it with chips. It's not fine to do it with games of EDH. You've given the mention they're taking the mile. Yeah. This is, I, don't, I don't think this is on. I think the people who deliberately construct it... This is like... um. In best of one on arena, because you know the hand, the hand smoothing algorithm is going to give yeah. you a better hand. You go down to like sixteen lands, you're on a red deck. It's like ah, it'll be fine. The, the algorithm will take care of me. Yeah, you're you're exploiting social algorithms, Dennis. You hate to see it. So here's the thing, though. I think Corel did everything correct in this scenario, and I think we've presented with the same scenario. You should do it again. I think you should always err on the side of the fun, mm. but understand that over time, this oh, yeah. guy playing the thirty-one card, land, thirty-one land deck will get eroded out from social pressure. I think. Um, and also, I it sounds like he's playing. It sounds like he's playing for no prizes anyway. Like, what's he gaining? But I don't know. Just like it's it's not. Some people just win to win, and I don't like. That's fine. You can do that. But like stooping to this level, no. This I think Dennis. I think everyone gets one, right? Everyone gets one. And if I found out that this person had built a thirty-one la, thirty-one land, they could just be bad at deck building. We're assuming malice when it could be incompetence. Yeah, they do. They do say that. Who was it? Said that never, never attribute to, to um, malice what you can instead can attribute to stupidity. Someone said that. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But yeah, I still don't like it. I still don't like it. And if I found, if I found this out, the in the next time Hanlon's I sat down to play, Razor Riley. Who was it? Hanlon. Hanlon. Hanlon's Razor, probably named for Robert J. Hanlon, a person who submitted the idea to a joke book. So this is not a philosophical razor. No, this is not belonging in the same place as Alchemist Razor. But anyway, never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. Yes, and if that's the case, then this is a little different. But no, if this person is going around taking advantage of like hacking social algorithms, I'm not having a bar of it. I'm not having a bar of it. As for the person yeah. who got who got really salty, I don't know. That's on them. Like you just all that, you just, all, that, all, that all that sodium is bad for your heart, mate. You got to be careful. You just got you just got to suck it up and move on. Like if someone if someone's going to get salty with you because you tried to do the right thing and give someone a free mulligan, like that person mate, was being a little bit of a baby. Yes, and just don't let that um, don't let that get to you. So yeah, no, don't worry about it, Carol. You're definitely in the clear. And handling this sort of situation, I think you give them the one. And if you find out that they are doing this sort of stuff, you either talk to them about how they could improve building their deck, or you just don't put up with their nonsense and say, "Sorry, dude, you got to go to six. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having any of that. Anyway, our next question, Dennis, comes in from Top Hat Peasy. Good username. Top Hat Peasy says, been chatting to a friend recently about Commander Collections. Admittedly, his situation is different to mine in that he recently started a family, but I have trouble dismantling Commander decks. I now have eight complete decks other than minor tuning, and I'm always thinking of new ideas. I've probably got one third-ish of four different decks knocking around, and he's managed to trim down from six in regular rotation to three. Good on him, though. Just interested to hear people's thoughts on whether and or how people do or don't dismantle or renew their commander decks. I would not be... I don't play a lot of commander anymore, but I would not be the kind of person to dismantle the deck. I would like to have the library of decks that I keep my options open. I would rather buy four Fable Passages, 
than have one field passage between four decks. Yeah, I think we've touched upon this in the past. That's you a don't... place of privilege or whatever, but I understand that. Like, and like, but I'll, you'll, you'll notice I say I don't play commander anymore, so the, I'm kind of breathing hot air on this one, to be honest. But but I think the other the other the other thing, if we widen the aperture on this one a little bit, I think it's also like I've got an Aloro deck, right? And it was an Aloro life gain deck for a long time, and I got sick of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I ripped its guts out and made it like this bad Aloro politics deck. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think some people would be like, well, I want to make a politics deck. I'll buy a different Esper Commander or I'll buy, oh, get another yeah. copy of Aloro. Well, that yeah, sort that's of thing. a little nuanced. That's true. So so we're talking about like renewing or like ripping the guts out of old decks. Like, uh, are you the sort of person, Dennis, who will like go through your arena, like the decks you've got on arena and like delete the ones that you're not playing anymore? Or do you just no. just in case you go back? Yeah, <laughs> that see? is a stack and stack and stack. No, see, delete. I just, do you I, have I've any idea how many? Riley, I'm going to open up arena now and in yeah. 25 minutes once it's done updating, I'll let you know what my deck list, deck, deck yeah. section yeah. looks like. There are, there are, you can have 75 deck slots. You've got 75 deck slots, right? Um, And uh, I've only ever hit that limit once because I wasn't I wanna, deleting. Oh, no, I want to know how many imported deck 18s I have. Oh, jeez. Okay, you're going to tell me. Yeah, well, give us that telly there. All right. Um, I think, how do you do this? I think it's just, it's down to what you do individually. But if you're like, you know that trick, um, have you heard of this? At the beginning of the year, January 1, you go to your cupboard, you go to your 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 closet, right? And you get all of the clothes that are on hangers and you turn oh, it so yeah. the hangers are facing the other way around, facing backwards, right? And then by the end of the year, anything that's still facing backwards, you give it away. You give it to charity, you get rid away, of it yeah. because you don't need it anymore, right? And so I think the question you ask yourself is like, how often do I play these decks? You know, out of these eight, 10, 12 decks that I've got, how many am, am I actually playing? You know, maybe that's not the best time to ask yourself now when you no, know- No, but you have, maybe- this, you have this like fetishized view of like, I having the option to play all these decks, but if you just yeah. never do it, it's just collecting dust. Yes. And yeah. you know where you can get, you know, you know who'll take that dust off your hands, Riley? Channelfireball.com. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But I think that's a question you ask yourself. Like if I, like I have four different decks, I always come back to the one. Like I'll play one, for every game that I play- with all the others, I play three or four with my main one, right? So they're like a little bit of, you know, a backup option in case I in case I want to need them. But I've got a principal or a primary one. If you've got a, a principal primary one, you've got some backups, and then you've got backups for those backups. That's when you start thinking. Well, that's when you start eyeing off that buy list bonanza and the and the store credit bonus because uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna take a second here, Riley. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I implore you, yeah, please sell your cards to channelfireball.com. They'll take them. They want them. The middle ad read, right? Wow. The rare middle ad read. Smacking of desperation, too. Nothing nothing more persuasive than that when it comes to marketing, Dennis. <laughs> please please sell us your cards. Please, please sell us your cards. We're desperate. Do you want, like, what's what's going on? Why is CFP so hungry for cards? Tell us. Explain it. Explain yourself. Everybody's hungry for cards right now, I believe. I think it's just because um, people haven't been outside. People don't have the hands of a lot of Aquaria cards. That yeah. would be my guess. Yeah. Um, and the world's starting to come out of lockdown. I don't know what it's like over in the UK, but in the Ireland, in, our, in the Ireland, in Ireland, in the, in the Ireland, a lot in the yeah. last couple of days. So people right, just, now's a good time. Now's a good time so, to liquidate your cards. Just liquidate those cards, mate. So there you go. Top hat peasy. Get, you know, figure out which, rank the decks in order the one of the, like the level you're actually playing them in. And then that, the, the bottom, the bottom quarter, let's say, chop it off. Channel5.com slash buy list. That's it. That's all you need. All right, Dennis, let's move on to... Oh, wait, hang on. We've got the jingle for this one. We got the jingle. jingle. You, you worked hard, mate. We can't air it on the, on the, on the cutting mate, room floor. I, I, need to get, I need to get my money's worth out of that jingle. My friends, it is time for LGS Horror Stories. So, I mean, the, the budget alone that we burnt on that is... How much did you spend on that? 
I don't even want to get into it, Dennis. I, I, I want to know. I, I want to know. I want to know how much was the like the motion array download or whatever. <laughs> how did you know it was motion array? We have a subscription oh, for motion array. I know. I know. I used yeah, it. So I used. I mean, fine. well, You're no. I, I, what? So it's fine. It doesn't cost you anything, right? Oh no, but well, time. They say time is money, Dennis. So you had to go download it. Okay, all right. Took me Curtis Dale writes in writing and says, I was in a store about four hours away from my hometown, which, as we all know, is the scariest distance for a store to be. <laughs> and I wanted to see some higher price foils for my cube. I was told the foils were only for locals <laughs> and was refused service. <laughs> like territorial This store is owned by the same service. people and even has the same name as the store in my oh. hometown. Oh, mate, it's so good. It's imagine that. Sorry, regulars only tonight, boys. You're kind around here. (laughs) Exactly. Not tonight, fellas. Private event tonight. Sorry. It's like bouncers at a nightclub. No, not no shoes. No, you're not looking at the foils dressed like that, mate. Do you get not tonight? You ever get get not tonighted? Um, Not tonight, mate. I think so. Almost certainly. Well, you 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 don't drink, and you usually get not tonighted for being too drunk. Would you know? Do you know what my trick was, right? You know, so Dennis. I think it'd be fair to describe me as a um, oh, person strapping. who is. Pardon? Strap. I'm excited for where the sentence is going. I, I think it's fair to describe me as a person who is uh, careful with his money. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> would you agree? Would you agree with that? Yes. You know? I, I'd say that you're as miserly as they come, mate. Well, let's just let it, we. You know, we don't need to go too far with it. But no, look, certainly. You know, I, I certainly believe in the saying that a penny saved is a penny earned, Dennis. You look after the pennies and the pounds, they take care of themselves. And uh, you've seen firsthand some of the um, the the results, the fruits of Riley my- Riley um, is very cheap. Well, I, I want to make again, no mistake. Listen, listen, again, it's just, it's about- I, I want to frugal. Get, frugal. I want to get value out of my money, right? And one thing I did not enjoy doing as a youngster was pissing away money on entry fees to nightclubs. Yeah, tenor in. So I had two, I had two tricks- I had two tricks that I would use. Did you right? do the stamp rub. I always oh the 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 oh like uh, to get a like a pass out stamp. No, your mate your mate gets paid. Your mate pays to go in. Yeah, gets the stamp. Oh, they come back ru- out to the smoking area or whatever. Lick their yeah. stamp and rub it against your hand. And they both have stamps. Never tried that one. Hmm. Never did that one. But what I would do, I had I had two ways of doing things. I I, I uh, always had a very expensive camera, right, uh, at a DSLR, and you so brought to nightclubs. Yeah. Did you okay. know, that, like, when you, how, like, at night, nightclubs always had um, nightclub photographers, always. Yeah, but you're not one of, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that, the, the bouncer didn't know that. Yeah. So I turn up with my expensive looking oh, camera. Photographer, mate. And it's a photographer, and they're like, oh, sure, go in, right? Yeah. Nice, easy. Nice, easy. Nice. Easy, 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 right? Um, I actually had three tricks, but one isn't as applicable as the other one. I'll get to that one. So, yeah, turn up with an expensive looking photo- uh, camera, straight in there. Don't even worry about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you've seen the YouTube videos of the guy, the two guys who wear high vis vests and carry a ladder, and they get in anywhere. Yeah, and, and a clipboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or a big armful of toilet paper. You just get in anywhere, right? There's a joke um, in Thirty Rock about that. Pardon? Where Matt, Matt Damon shows up at the studio and he's in his pilot's outfit, and they're like, "How'd you get in here? How'd you get past security?" He's like, "If yeah. you wear a pilot's outfit and you walk briskly, you can get in anywhere." Yeah, I've no, been in the White House while the Obamas are asleep. That's that's the whole thing of Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> yeah, no, like I the, know. Yeah, yeah. That's essentially anyway, the plot of Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. That was number one, right? Number two. Was just turning up before it even opened. Just turning up like so. Yeah, so the, ban- yeah the, the club opens at six. Benches don't get there till late. I've done that before. Exactly. Yeah. So so there were some places we used to go to the Royal Derby Country Club, right? Which was um, where was it? Was it the corner? This is not interesting for anyone who doesn't live in Melbourne. On the corner of Brunswick Street and 
Alexander Perot. I can't remember. I can't remember the, the street names of my own hometown. Anyway, it was a pub slash bar that would then sort of like shutter off different areas and become a nightclub again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at like ten p.m. So I would turn up there with some mates. Go and have For a like nice carvery a, lunch, a pub meal, exactly <laughs> right. And then we just sit out, sit out there in the um, in the patio, mm-hmm. which then led directly into the area that became a club. Mm-hmm. And you just had all you had to do is just sit up, sit there early enough to have dinner, sit there and and and, and hang out for a little bit until the, until the club opened. Free entry, save five bucks, easy. What's the third one? It's money in the pocket. The third one was I actually ended up dating a girl who worked as um, you know that you know the nasty girl who stands at the front of the club with a clipboard and like looks you up and down and says not tonight not, and then that, yeah. like nods nods at the bouncer who then escorts you out of the yeah, line yeah, like yeah. that. I started dating I started dating her. Uh, she, that's free. That's free. Yeah, that's free. <laughs> free no cue. No nothing. Just straight in. And that was uh, that was uh, that was a, a nice little shortcut that I uh, I got in there. But again, not the most applicable of um, you know. We well, yeah, can't- Curtis Dale's right here. This that is a true horror story. I can't believe they had a locals only price. Yeah, and imagine. I mean, what I I I'd love to think this. I think of this as a nightclub with a bouncer, Sorry, with mate. someone there in a clipboard, being like, "No, you don't. No, locals only, mate. You don't. You, you don't get to see the foils." I have my hack for getting into a nightclub for free that I think you might be interested in hearing. Go on. A friend of mine who you don't know. Okay. His name's uh, name's James. It's not the James we know. It's a different James. Okay. The way I phrase this, I sound like it is the same James. It is genuinely a different James. <laughs> yeah, you, you're giving off like asking for a friend type vibes. Yeah, yeah, used to get into the nightclub that we ha- we had in my hometown in Bray Go by on. climbing onto the train station, the roof behind the nightclub, and leaping into the smoking area. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been above that. I wouldn't have been above that. <laughs> it's like it's like fifteen feet in the air. Like yeah, fifteen feet to save fifteen dollars, mate. Easy. Yeah, he did it a couple times. One yeah. like one, one time. He- Got up there, and he was like getting, and they got up to the onto the roof to jump down. And the bouncer's standing in the smoking area, looking up at him. And James is like, "Oh, well, this is awkward." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, "Well, all right, I guess I'll just turn back." Yeah, exactly. my recreational like urban exploration parkour that I do at 11 p.m. on a Friday night. Like Bowser's Bowser's bouncers aren't hired; they're hired mainly for their for their strength and con, mm-hmm. and maybe for their decks. Not mm. super for their like wisdom, intelligence, charisma. So mm-hmm. when you run into a bouncer who has min-maxed those stats, usually, like, the camera trick would work. But when you ran into a bouncer who was a little more well-rounded yeah. and saw through the cons, that was, when it, that was when it was tough. You know, like, I don't think it's, it's 0% that you can explain your, the presence of your, yourself on, like a, on, a, on the, the roof of a railway station as you're jumping in. But it's, a lot of bouncers are going to see through that. Yeah, a lot I of bouncers so are going to see through that. And the camera trick, yeah, for me, like, often what I do if the bouncer try to stop me, was I'd run into the nightclub and get lost on the dance floor, right? And then they wouldn't be able to find me or whatever, like that sort of stuff. Didn't work when you run into a bouncer who's standing up the top of the stairs. Mm. That, yep, that, I, did get, I did get thrown out more, more than once when that, that happened. Oh, oh, dear. All right, Unknown anyway. writes in Riley. Yes, go on. I've got an LGS horror story, or maybe it fits better in Dennis's newly proposed segment, That Guy's the Asshole. But either way, <laughs> it's cringe-level mythic. <laughs> this is really good already. I was playing at my LGS for a prize payout of something like a pack per win, so not very high stakes, agreed. I had finished my match and was watching my neighbors play out their match to pass the time. One of the players passes the turn and was very clearly dead on board the following turn. He didn't have any cards in hand and there wasn't any active abilities hiding on the board, so just dead to rights. Yep. His opponent goes to draw his card and after doing so begins to untap his lands. The first player calls him out saying that the lands need to untap before he draws for turn and because he drew his card first he missed his untaps. <laughs> 
Is this even enforceable at the Pro Tour? All's well that ends well, though, because when the judge was called, it took all of five seconds for him to laugh it off and accept player one's concession. Yeah, you can't. Oh, the untapped step is not missable, mate. It's not missable, mate. You can't miss your untapped trigger of, of, of all of your permanents at the beginning of your turn. Oh, mate, the stones, the guts. This guy's what a gutsy call. Oh, you missed your untapped step, mate. Miss your untapped uh, people, step. People think that's the case, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had ridiculous rules in my, the first ever playgroup I had. Ryan used to tell us that officially the rule was, I think I've said this on the podcast before, mm. the official the rule was if you ever saw a card in your opponent's hand, right, and you could name what the card was, they, they had, had to put to it. eat it, yeah. <laughs> they had to eat it. They had to put it in the middle of their library. <laughs> How could yeah. that be the rule? Yeah. No, the rule was like, let's say you and I are playing, right? And you reveal a card accidentally, like you drop your hand or something. Oh, that was Elspeth Conker's death in the middle of your library, right? So I just had to name the card and you had to put... Now, Dennis, you'll notice, you don't shuffle it in. You don't put it on the bottom or the top. You put it in the middle. Just in. Just somewhere. Just vaguely somewhere in the middle. That was one of the, that was one of the rules there. Yep. Yep. God, Missing... <laughs> Dennis doesn't like that one. Missing your untap step. That is... Oh, dear. That is something else. Back to our roots, Riley. Oh, yeah. We got a power move to close out yeah. the podcast. Yeah, it's like the olden times. Just like the good old days. You get to, you get to dig out that file. Dig out the stinger. Uh, it's time for... All right, yep. Okay. Power moves. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. Okay, <laughs> enjoy that one. Yeah, go on. All right, Kelsey writes in writing and says, Power move. After shuffling my opponent's deck, I'll cut it three to five times randomly. Then I'll put it down in front of me. When my opponent reaches for it, I'll beat them to it and cut it once again for good measure. I'll then look up at them and gesture towards the deck to let them know that I'm now done with it and it's okay for them to take it back. Now you have my permission to deal. To, to play. Yeah, that's so exactly. good. I love it. Oh, very good. We haven't had a lot of power moves, but if you think you've got a fresh one, a new one that can take down the, the Mark Boyd Power Award, then play, Power Move Award, then please do get in touch with us. Um, we're going we're to wrap up the show, Dennis. We're done. We're actually, I have one power move from a nightclub. Okay, go on. Nightclub power moves is where we're moving into yeah. now. Yep. So we were at a, we were sitting, I think I might have told the story. We were sitting at a table. I think I have told the story with like 10 of us in a row. It was like mm-hmm. a bench table, right? Yep. And the, go, the guy ordered drinks and the waitress brings over some drinks, right? Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, 18 euros worth of drinks, let's say. Yeah. And <laughs> so Christian's sitting at the end of the table. Then he goes, da 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 da. And then me. And then the James, the, the roof hopping guy from roof before. Hoppin', yeah, roof hopping James, as they called him. Yeah. Hands his money. He goes, We handed out to Christian just to give it to the waitress, you know? And he hands her, so the waitress gives him the drinks. And Christian hands the waitress J- James's 50 euro note and says, yep. Keep the change. Oh, that's <laughs> she awful. just walks away. Oh, and James is like, Oh, no, rip me, you. I guess. Oh, 32 that's euro tip. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and that server would have made it like a bandit, like brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, no question, no follow up questions. Thanks. Just yep, thanks. Away. Great, beautiful. Oh, that annoys me so much. Oh, that would. Oh, Dennis, as a man who is careful with his money, that would destroy me. That would destroy. But the thing is, it's small amounts of money that ruin me more than anything else, right? Yeah. Like if, if a part of me to eat fifty twenty euro note, he probably would tip two euro. Like that's probably not unreasonable. Like. Oh, see, I'd be. It's, it's more like, like it's taking the agency from you is the problem. When I get a tax bill, I'm like, yep, okay, got to pay it, right? Like self-employed tax bill comes in, you're like, yep, all right, well, okay, yep, five-figure tax bill, no worries, right? Here, there it goes, all yours. Enjoy, enjoy, Mister Taxman, enjoy. But then, like, if I put fifty cents into a parking meter and it's like, yeah, what? Oh, you wanted a <laughs> ticket? Oh, sorry, did you want a ticket? Bad luck, mate. Put, put another 50 in. Let's, let's, let's talk. I'm like, well, no, no, that's not how. She needs your dollar. No. Listen here. 
Now listen here. What we have is a transaction where I put 50 real human earth Australian cents into this t- into this how machine. Much was, how much was the how much was the bail for you screaming at and smashing <laughs> the sparking meter? <laughs> and this thing when the judge was like, you know, several thousand dollar fine to, to fix the thing. I'm like, that's Public fine. Public damages, yeah. No, that's no. fine. That's fine. But I tell you what, if it doesn't can, take my I, 50 I, cents next time- Can I get time, that 50 back? Can I get that 50 cents back? Because it did eat my 50 cents. It's oh, like in, in, in the before times at GB Vegas, other James, who we know is the producer for all the coverage and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'd say the best- James primary. I think other James is other James. I mean, other relatives when we talked about this. Sure. Yes, other yeah, yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed for sure. Yeah, go on. James Prime uh, found the, the highest paying out game at the casino. Yeah. Which where he put a dollar into a vending machine and it just spat out $7. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it just broke. And just went, <laughs> the change thing just it spat out $7. It was, like, it was like, great. This no is easy. This, this is the easiest Gambling's game of the play. Why were people complaining about it? Oh, geez. Anyway. Uh, should we finish the show, Dennis? Probably should finish the show. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of this dumb podcast. Scrimey, it's been great to have your company. And of course, a special thank you goes to our sponsors, channelfireball.com, where you can go and spend. No, what are we doing now? Sell your cards. Don't spend your money there. Take money off them. Take Opposite the- way around, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Go, don't go and buy- I do go and buy cards there. Use the coupon code night if you do. But don't do that, mate. Give them your cards. Get money from them or donate the money to one of the worthy causes. Uh, we're actually going all the way through. and We've had a lot of ad reads. This We've had one at the, one the beginning, one at the middle, one at the end. But last week I'm just doing this because you, you teased me about not not giving enough time to the fake ad People at the end. actually drop off, yeah. So now we can do Charles Army River. Now right? we can what do Army River. Mate, oh, can just... you put in like a dragon roar noise for Charizard Me River? No, no. <laughs> I already do enough editing. Is no, we're done. No, it's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. What have we been playing, oh, mate? Honestly, I don't have anything new to tell you. Um, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Still nearly. Fin- I think I'm nearly finished it. I'm getting like, you know, you know, vibes like end of game vibes. You know, when games start giving you the vibe, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're finding a lot of. It's like when you find a bunch of um. A bunch of health potions in yes. a room, and you're like, uh-oh. You know, here it comes. Yeah, it's that sort of thing. It's like, hey, here's the really, really good weapon. Here's the really good armor. So enjoy this, because the game doesn't have very, uh, have very much longer here. That's a Charizard noise, apparently. There you go. What the? What was that? I Okay. All right, there you Pokemon go. Pokemon Charizard sound effect. I can't even edit that out. <laughs> so what do you mean you can't even edit that out? It's perfect. Look. Um. But, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> It's even that sound. This sounds especially oh. like two Charizards mating, man. I don't you like it at so, all. You are such a turkey. Um, <laughs> been playing that. Been playing a lot of Magic. Been trying to hit Mythic. It's been. It's like last time I it's cruised to Mythic with my uh, with with Madu Knights. This time stuck hard stuck in Diamond. It's really really frustrating. So, I'm eagerly awaiting the Last of Us Part Two next week, Riley. Is that next week? Next Friday. That got lost in the shuffle. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I was going to re. I was going to replay the Last of Us One. Yeah, well, okay, sure. but uh, I mean, well, I don't know how I'm going to get my hands on an actual PlayStation game. It's not possible to do that at the moment, but like, you wow, I didn't know. Pardon? Download from the store. Uh, Just buy it digitally. Uh, I don't like doing that. I know you're yeah. all about it. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't like it. I haven't bought a physical game. I, I try to avoid, avoid buying physical games at all costs. Uh, I like the, I like having the boxes. Why? I just, I just okay you like the one to drill into the into the no, into the ground to pull up some dead dinosaurs to fold them into some plastic do, for do you? you know do you know why right why and that? i'm going to tell you this and look again i'll lay my i'll lay my soul bare here dennis it's because i always tell myself oh, i can i can sell it when i'm finished with it do you ever 
Yeah, no, I don't. I tried. I tried selling Super Mario Odyssey. It was one of the things that, like I put it on for like let's say twenty or whatever on like a on a you know on a on a, on a, on a, on a, Cra- on a yeah. Craigslist or whatever, and you just get people saying, "Will you take five? It's like, no, I will not take five. <laughs> I put twenty, and twenty is already pretty good. Like, if anyone wants to buy a copy of Super Mario Odyssey, tell me because I'll sell it to you. Like, I I really want to get signed. Rid of it. Signed. I'll sign it. That's going to cost you extra, but also no, it won't cost you extra. I'll sign. It. <laughs> if you want to, I mean, if you want me to make it worth less by by by, I've also got a copy. Right, of- it's not worthless. Pardon? It's not worthless. No. You said worth no. less, which sounds like worthless. That was all. No, it's not worth less. No, it's worth it's worth a smaller amount. It is less worthy. It's less worthy. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, well, Last of Us Two. I didn't realize that was sneaking up on on, mm. on us. So I'm quick. gonna I'm gonna sequester myself next Friday and just play the whole thing. I think. Man, I really want to do that too. Stream it. Oh, God. Again, hassle. How do I do that with the PlayStation? I've got a capture card, I guess. Maybe yeah, that's exactly. You, <laughs> you have a capture card. You do it that way. All right. I'll see. It's, I, I'm not going to be bullied in. I'm not going to. The Dennis Strangek bullying isn't going to necessarily get me to do it. But it's. it's oh, but I'm so close to getting you to play another scary zombie game. <laughs> it's a maybe. It's a maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I like this scary zombie game, actually. Last one is one of the best games where I played. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is really, really good. I haven't played it for ages. It's just, a, it's, just a, it's just a really, really good movie or TV show that you get to be part of. It's insane. You should, stream, you, you, should stream, you should stream the replay of it. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, maybe I should actually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. No. No, 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 no. Let me tell you this. If I do it, it will be because I wanted to, not uh-huh. because you conned sure. me look, into it. Okay. Look, no, right, whatever no. you want. Okay. You know, it's not happening whatever. now. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you. I, why must you vex me so, Dennis? Why you should do it. You? I actually think it'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this. You've set yourself up to win no matter what here, and I don't like it. You're playing with a <laughs> you're playing with a stack deck, and I'm not enjoying it. All right, we're done. Right, Thanks we for listening for to this stupid if podcast. If we go for three minutes, we crack an hour on the recording. Has it been that long? Yeah, we're at fifty six. Yeah, they've been getting longer and longer. All right, well, if you if I hope you've enjoyed this jam pack, end up being a jam pack show after all. It wasn't yeah. so lean after well, all. We spent most of the time talking about nightclubs in school pranks, <laughs> <laughs> and almost none about magic. This was a magic. No, there was a lot of magic. There's a lot of magic. Disagree. We had, we had six different submissions, all to do with magic, that we got across comprehensively, Dennis. Mm. It was a very magic heavy mm. episode. Anyway, right. we're done for this week. Make sure you send in your questions, your queries, your quandaries, your nightclub hacks, I guess, your school <laughs> japes as well. <laughs> Uh, anything you want us to talk about, uh, best place to do this, bit.ly slash it's Riley's Discord. There's a, there's a channel devoted to it, and that's now our primary place to harvest the sweet mm-hmm. fruits of, uh, of Half House History submissions. This isn't Half House History. What is this? Scrimey River. Sorry, Half House History tomorrow. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. It's been great. We'll see you back here next week. Dennis, do the outro. The outro. No, no, no. Do the, the outro. outro. No, no, no. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Yeah. Yeah. 